You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, Hannies. It's Amiria Sai, and you're back for season two of The Take On. Hi, y'all. Welcome back. I'm here with Carrie Brittenham from Real Housewives of Dallas, my favorite. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. You're, you know, you're my favorite and a fan favorite. You know, we love the way you kind of came in to the franchise and really, you know, started taking names and just kind of being yourself. Um, what was the the hardest thing for your like decision making as far as doing Housewives? What was the what was your kind of pros and cons list? Oh my gosh, that was like a really tough time. I will say that, uh, you know. Since the big, since season one, you know, I actually had, uh, uh, you know, people contact me and Carrie Juber actually really wanted me to be on the show with her since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, oh, absolutely not. You know, <laughs> I am not going to do this show. No way. And then, you know, every season she would ask me. And finally, you know, this last season, you know, I seen that point in my life that my kids are getting older. I wanted to figure out, you know, do something for myself. I was kind of doing my jewelry line, but you know, I can I guess I really wanted to do something different. And I wasn't sure what, honestly. Mm. And it was funny because, you know, Carrie just called me and I was talking to her and she goes, Well, you know, they're uh, auditioning again for Real Housewives, Carrie. And then I finally just said, Okay, just give him my name, you know, and see what <laughs> happens. And um, and of course, you know, think that was in December. And in January, I already was interviewing with one of the main producers here in Dallas, and things start rolling. And I, I had like a couple weeks of freaked out. You mm-hmm. know, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, what am I getting into? And I think once I just said, "You know what? I'm just gonna, you know, let it go, give it to the universe, and if it's meant to be, it will happen." And if it happens, I'm just, you know, my main thing is I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be authentic. And, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go and, and be me. And I know a lot of people would like me. A lot of people would hate me. Mm-hmm. But that's life, you know. That is life. I like I like the way you kind of went into it. And you were very open right from the beginning about, you know, any maybe issues you had with your husband. Like when you guys went to dinner, you were very open about, you know, wanting to kind of rack your business up, your jewelry business. And 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 you guys were very honest. Um, was that tough um, to be on camera kind of going through some of your marital issues? Like that's tough. You know, it's not tough for me because mm-hmm. I'm just a very open book. I'm very honest, you know, and, and, and marriage is hard, you know, mm-hmm. and, and having two perspectives. Um, obviously, my husband is a very private person <laughs> <laughs> and a lot different than I am. So he was kind of like, like, what? <laughs> Why are you saying these things on camera? Like, I think he was not expecting. I'm like, well, you know me now for 15 years. You should know that I'm just going to be an open book, you know, about everything. So, I mean... It, Luckily, it was fine, and, you know, we just had, like, a little conversation about it, and, you know, he he was very good at respecting me, and just, you know, he, even though he didn't love it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's marriage, right? Like, even if you don't love it, sometimes you respect your spouse, so I, I love that exactly. he, he got on board. Um, w- was it weird for your husband being so private to start getting recognized when you all went out to dinner, or, like, you know, people started recognizing him in Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, he's like, you know, he's kind of thinks he's weird. Like, oh my gosh, my friends are like going, oh, great. 
you know, or, or, or you know, uh, uh, yeah, it, he got a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, funny comments about the, you know, licking of the asshole comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see that. <laughs> That was iconic. He was definitely he was definitely the uh, joke at a, a lot of the dinner tables. Yep. <laughs> that is funny. That's funny. Yeah, sometimes some of those <laughs> accidental humorous things, they end up kind of following you around with Bravo. That's funny. Yeah. That is really funny. Um, earlier, uh, Carrie, we heard a little bit of a parrot noise. I know your son has a parrot. Any plans to bring him on the show like Monique Samuels did on Potomac? Because her bird now is so famous. T'Challa is everywhere. Any plans to have the parrot? Oh, my gosh. Place? Well, this season, he was all over. I mean, he because he gets out of the cage. He flies to me. He, fly, he was flying to producers. Yes! He was flying all over the place. So uh, it's going to be interesting. But, you know, his name is Kiko. And... I, I have a feeling he's going to be a, you know, make an appearance for sure this year. I love that. I love to hear that. Any plans to, I think you should reach out to Monique and do a play date for T'Challa and your bird. That would be cute. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. Yeah. I would love it. <laughs> I love that. I love to hear that he's going to make an appearance. That's fun. Um, so how is filming? I know y'all were filming the new season um, with COVID. Was it kind of tough with the shields and we saw it all on social media um, was it tough to film with like COVID regulations? You know, it was definitely different. Mm -hmm. We all really adjusted to it. And uh, like we, 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 we've been adjusted to just life, you know, mm -hmm. have a, you know, mask going out to dinner and lunch and school. So, I mean, we adjusted to it. I mean, we kept it very close. We kept, we got tested often, obviously. Mm -hmm. And, you know, camera crew had to, we had to be wearing masks when they mic'd us and, you know, everything was, they would, they, we had a crew that would come to our house about an hour before everybody else showed up to disinfect everything, wow. you know, and things like that. So they took a lot of precautions and, and luckily, you know, we were able to film the full 12 weeks without anyone, you know, getting sick. Oh, thank God. I, I love that. And um, was it, did you miss like the international trip? Cause I think I'm sure y'all weren't able to go out of town. Um, was, yes, that was a real bummer. Mm -hmm. I mean, because you know, we, we were, we had a few fun trips up our sleeves that we wanted to do. So hopefully next season, but yeah, we did like a couple local things, you know, like we went to Austin and Oklahoma, but they're funny. And in a way, you know, trips that we probably would have never taken, but they made, he made it fun. We obviously made it fun, you know, so, and, and, you know, and different things that came, came with all of them. I love that. What can you tell us? Um, it, it doesn't have to be, I know Bravo is very strict with the sneak peeks, but anything from the new season that you can tease us with? I, people are very excited for this new season of Dallas. <laughs> you know, I will say that we were all really fun. Mm -hmm. We were drinking a lot. Yes. <laughs> uh, we were coming out of quarantine with a vengeance. <laughs> you know, we were tired being with our families for, you know, because we start filming at the end of June. Mm -hmm. And by this, we've been in quarantine March, April, May, and most of June. <sighs> so we were ready to party yes. and to have a good time. So it should be an interesting season. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. Speaking of being in quarantine with your kids and the Zoom calls and the TikToking, what was one of the things that you didn't expect that was something good that came out of quarantine? Were you all able to cook together? Like, what was a good result? 
you know, I was so surprised how, honestly, we all just kind of like for the, you know, eight weeks, really, mm-hmm. my kids took it so well. We all just cooked together and I was cooking every day and everybody was just adjusting. Mm-hmm. In a way, you know, my kids said that they miss it. You know, it was like mm-hmm. they kind of felt like it was like a, a like so a time they needed to be here and decompress that they had no idea they needed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with everything going on and, and, you know, kids now and my daughter, Olivia, deals with, you know, anxiety and depression. And she says, you know, going so fast in life and everything else, it was kind of nice for for them to just, you know, and, and and I think it was an amazing um, learning experience really for all of us that, hey, if sometimes you're overwhelmed, it's okay to take two days off and just lay in bed. Mm-hmm. Like we, we did nothing for eight weeks and guess what? Everything still functioned. <laughs> and I think we're just used to, we're just to go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, so in a way it was just like, a, hey, you know, life doesn't have to always be so fast and crazy you know so it was kind of nice and then also realizing how I mean you have a closet full of bags and shoes and and you just were wearing workout clothes and sweatpants (laughs) and it was so nice it's like okay you know the 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 little things that matter in life at the end are are the things that you least expect that's really well said and I think a lot of people realize that it they thought like they would never survive it. And then it's like, it's actually refreshing to take a pause on your life. We all go so fast and we're obsessively doing stuff. So it's nice to take a moment. And sometimes the world yeah. has to end before we do it, you know? <laughs> I know. Yeah. So yeah, it was, you know, I always like to look at the positive of situations and not dwell on the negative. So, mm-hmm. you know, we just, I was like, oh, I'm going to clean out the house and organize everything, which I did. And of course, it's already a mess again. I'm like, well... That was <laughs> at least you tried. <laughs> I tried, yes. That's funny. Um, I want to take a little sharp left turn. A lot of people um, DM me and ask this question, and they really wanted me to ask you. Um, I've spoken to Leanne before, um, and I know Leanne, and I know that you know the things that kind of went down between the two of you, and you know some of those racially charged comments. The way you handled it was so much grace and respect. I mean, I'm Middle Eastern and Muslim. I've been called a terrorist during 9-11 and I didn't really deal with it as well as you did. I really shot back and said a lot of bad words, but you were so respectful and really kind of for a lot of, you know, people that were watching that were immigrants, especially they look up to the way you handled that. Um, You didn't kind of, I don't know. I just, the way you handled it was so beautiful. So how did you find that strength? Cause I would have said some things. So I don't know. Like, how did you handle that? You know, I just, uh, honestly, I was shocked when I saw it because obviously I didn't see it or, or was aware of really, you know, I, I heard about it through, you know, Cameron telling me at the finale and things like that, but mm-hmm. I, I didn't really realize like how it was said. I mean, and I know a lot of people, including um, Leanne mm-hmm. said, you know, oh, she calls herself Mexican was a problem. And of course, I'm very proud of being from Mexico. I have no problem. Somebody calls me that. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, you're you're from Mexico, or or my Mexican friend, or whatever. I mean, I have no problem with that. Right. It was a delivery, you know. Mm-hmm. It was the the anger and the delivery, and and sadly, you know, Leanne definitely, uh, you know, she did apologize to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
a little too late, you know, after we were done filming. And I did say to her, you know, I wish you would have apologized before. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and as long as this was a learning experience, you know, um, I didn't, you know, want to give her the power to let it get to me. You know, sometimes when you lose your temper, you you get the more more angry when you lose. Yeah. So I I was just like, you know, I mean, if she's going to be that, this uh, uneducated or, you know, insensitive or whatever that's on her, which it ended up happening. You know, she, she, she ended up at the end of the day, people end up like harm is a bitch, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and that's what kind of happened. Absolutely. So, and it's sad, you know, because I think Leanne has a lot of great qualities. I think she, 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 she was, uh, very polarizing and a lot of great things, you know, mm -hmm. and I just think that, you know, I came in completely with an open mind to get to know everybody. And, right. and I think, you know, she came in already with like a little, you know, big wall mm -hmm. with me mm -hmm. and, and she did admit that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, it's sad, but it's, it's what it is. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I, I think what you said was really key because I, with my Middle Eastern friends, will joke, oh, you look like a terrorist because of your beard. Or with gay friends, you make jokes derogatory. But when someone that isn't Mexican is making fun of someone, using, that's not the same. Like, it's you saying it is very different than someone saying it that isn't Mexican. I think that was mm -hmm. lost in translation. So I'm happy that you brought that up. I want to ask you about when everyone came to your um, family home in, I can't remember the location, but it was the... Carreyes, yeah. Carreyes. The way that you invited everyone in and the way that kind of Leanne was acting in some of the ladies, did you expect that like were you were you kind of hurt because i think being persian and, and you being mexican we're very we love to be good hosts and invite people in and give them food and take care of them mm -hmm. some of the reactions like they, they were expecting so much was that hard to watch back because you're like i'm opening my home you know again i just uh feel like you know if you know we were in an amazing place mm -hmm. and at the end of the day you know we had so much fun and leanne was uh, you know, like on an island because she put herself on the island, you know, and, right. and we all had such a good time and we have so many amazing memories from that trip. Mm -hmm. And sadly she doesn't, you know, she just didn't want to embrace it mm -hmm. and, and have a good time with, with all of us, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, Leanne, uh, seems to me that she kind of liked to be the victim. Mm -hmm. Like she says, Oh, they're all after me or they all ganged against me. Poor me. It's like, no, you, did it to yourself. You know, mm -hmm. you were not joining us. You didn't go up, you know, like whenever, like I wanted to open up and talk about my childhood, you know, she had to always do one up. Well, right. this is what happened to me. It's like, you know, it's, 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 it's you know, I, I hope, hopefully she, you know, looks back and, and realizes things and, and changes her behavior, mm -hmm. you know, because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, we all, we can all grow from our mistakes. Absolutely. And there's always growth if you want to grow, right? I think it's really important that a lot of people are mm -hmm. like, that person has growth, but if they don't want to grow, they're not going to grow. So I, I, I wish that for her as well. This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. 
Um, I want to ask you, Carrie, about when you came into the show, was there someone from past seasons, a cast member that you kind of thought was going to be a certain way and they surprised you? Like you end up becoming good friends with them or maybe, yeah, is there someone? Well, yeah, I always laugh because, uh, you know, I, I didn't think I was going to get along with Cameron mm -hmm. uh, because I am like, you know, I love to have a good time and I say inappropriate things all the time. And <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm fine. I'm not really like uh, all into the society of Dallas and, on, you know, behave a certain way. And, and, and Cameron seems so kind of like more uptight and all pink and everything else. So <laughs> whenever, <laughs> whenever, you know, we went to Carelles yeah. and, you know, I just, it was just like, she was so nice mm -hmm. and, she w I was like making drinks and she was drinking everything I was giving her and she was having fun. And, you know, when we all had to go pee and we were pee peeing behind the trailer, she was right there peeing with us awesome. in the middle of a polo game, you know, in the polo fields. And I'm like, wait, okay, I think I can be friends with her. You know, she's fun. And, you know, and it was just a very natural uh, instant friendship, you know, and, 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 you know, we just connected. I mean, even on our trip to Thailand, like we sat next to each other and we just talk, 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 talk the whole way, you know, <laughs> to Thailand and the airplane, you know, I, I can talk, right. as they all say. But yeah, it was fun. That's really fun. Yeah. Speaking of Thailand, it was, that a, was, it was my surprise. That caught you by surprise. Yeah, Cameron is is an interesting shell. She really opens up on the trips. Like, I feel like every time y'all go on a trip, Cameron kind of opens up. So I, I like that. It's fun to see. Yeah, I can't wait for you to see her this year. We we had fun. Really? I'm excited. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was talking to Deandra about it. We were laughing. Like, same thing. We were talking about Cameron. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I want to ask you about Thailand because there was so much happened on that trip and there was so much explosions and, you know, there was the ping pong show and all this stuff. Do you, were you kind of like a bit spectating with that? Because it seemed like you were cool with the show. Like you were fine with kind of going along with, with the cultural stuff. Was it, were you kind of one way or the other on that whole thing? I mean, you know, I, I travel all over the world, you know, I've been everywhere. Mm -hmm. I was just, I just got back from Turkey and Egypt mm -hmm. and, you know, I, uh, whenever I travel to other countries, I don't, I try to just like be open to, mm -hmm. you know, the culture and whatever happens. And I've just like tried to embrace it. I mean, the the whole ping pong show and everything else. I mean, it's famous, you know, so it was funny to see. I mean, of course, the moment those ping pong balls kept were coming at me and they were and they were and they had liquid, <laughs> I ran out. <laughs> I did not that one that in my face. No, thank you. Hey, I'm okay with watching anything, but as long as don't touch it. I don't want my my face to be touched with that. Yeah, especially post-COVID, no ping pong shows. <laughs> oh my gosh, exactly. I mean, this was before COVID. Imagine now. Ooh, no, those are probably <laughs> <Yeah>. closed up. <laughs> I think people are going to be going in with like full uh, um, uh, body suits. Oh my God, can you imagine hazmat suit to see a ping pong show? <laughs> that is so funny. You're hilarious. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Um, I wanted to ask you about um, your kids and the show. Do they watch it? Like, do they, are they like, what are you doing? Like, are they embarrassed of it? Are they into it? You know, they were, uh, uh, I will say they were very, um, a little bit, you know, scared uh -huh. <laughs> before the first season. Yeah. And then when it air and everything else, they, they, didn't think it was that bad or anything else like that. And now, and they became a lot more relaxed and open to it. You know, mm -hmm. well, we'll see about this season because, you know, I don't know if they're going to like to see their mom like wasted most of the time. 
Mom came out of, you said it, you came out of quarantine with a vengeance. So it's okay. I know. That's funny. Um, what about reunions? I know reunions are like, obviously they're part of the deal. You got to do them. They're really tough. And how do you like self-care after a reunion? Like, what do you do to kind of get back to normal? Because it's it's a lot to relive everything. You know, uh, I just went out, had a really good time, celebrated, had a, <laughs> a lot of drinks, you mm-hmm. know, and, 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 but I, I think that, you know, um, I definitely was mentally drained for a few days. Mm-hmm. I slept a lot and, uh, you know, came back, had like a nice facial and just mm-hmm. tried, I, I did relax and decompress for about a week. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And your reunion was in person. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. The last one, because, you know, we had, a, right now, you know, we won't have a reunion for the season five until it's almost done. So we won't probably have a reunion until like, like May. Got it. So we're, we're very have- much looking forward to this season. I think it's going to be really fun. And it's, and I think a lot of people, even though people have been to Dallas, they don't really know a lot about it. So I love kind of seeing more about Dallas. What about Dallas for you, you know, having traveled all over the world? What is it about Dallas that you like to live there? Like, what's one thing that people might not know about living in Dallas? Well, um, I don't love living in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. That's that's what. I, no, yeah. Uh, but I mean, no, Dallas. You know, um, is is has its charm. You know, I love the people. I mean, I love the Southern people. Mm-hmm. And uh, now there's like the city itself, you know, is, is, is very clean. It's very nice. I love the schools. It's like a great, you know, community to live in with your kids are growing up mm-hmm. and everything is, is really nice. I mean, I do wish you had like an ocean or mountains or places like that to go hiking, which it doesn't, Very flat. you know, but, but, but yeah, I, I would say like, I love the people, mm-hmm. you know, the people are really nice and friendly and, you know, for the most part. And, and I, I like that the most. That's nice. Yeah. Aside from their bless your heart moments where you're like, is this nice or are you being mean? It's hard with Southern people because they say things and you're like, is that nice or was that a diss? <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's hard to it's hard to differentiate. They're at least they're at least fake nice. Yeah, they, they are. It's like LA. <laughs> it is very exactly. not like New York. If New York doesn't like you, they tell you to your face. They which is you. more like me, really. Mm-hmm. I would I would feel fit right in in New York. I could see you. I could really see you. I, that's actually going to be one of my next questions. If you weren't in Dallas, um, which Housewives franchise would you like to be a part of? Oh, if I wasn't in Dallas. Probably New York. You'd be great. I'd love to see you with Ramona. I think you'd put her in her place. I think it would be amazing. <laughs> I would love to see that. Yeah, I can see myself uh, being uh, because I love New York and all the parties and all the things there and going to the Hamptons. Yeah, that would be really fun. I would love that. Yeah. I also, you know, I I, I like California, so OC. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. That's where I am. I'm in OC. <laughs> Oh, you are? Yeah, it's beautiful. I love having the ocean and the mountains, so you would enjoy it here. I know. That is really nice. And I do love Bromwin. Oh, she's so lovely. She's And she's, I know. she stands up for so many people and when she kind of doesn't have to. And, like, I just love that about her. I think she's wonderful. Yeah, she's so real. You know, I she's a good friend. I talk on the phone with her a lot. Oh, my God. You read my mind. I was going to ask you, um, what was the last Bravo person you've talked to or texted with? 
Uh, Bronwyn. Bronwyn. I love Yeah. I love that. Well, tell her I say hi. I'm a huge fan. I think she's, especially with the BLM movement, she's been such a voice. Oh, she's been amazing. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. And all her kids. My, 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 so my daughter, Olivia, is down in LA too, and she's doing, she got, she does all, all the, uh, <laughs> you know, everything. She's in all of that with Bronwyn. Oh, good. I love that. Bronwyn is, is a good, um, you know, friend to have on this side, especially if your daughter's in LA. I love that. Yeah. Um, what is your like advice to parents right now with this quarantine and like being in the house with the kids and the zoom calls, how do you balance like not going crazy with the kids? You know, I mean, my biggest advice is just like, you know, take your time and, 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 and this is a great uh, times and opportunity to teach your kids that, you know, you know, to have to be resilient and mm-hmm. to be, you know, to try to adapt to different things, you know, and just come up with new ideas, new things and, and be positive about why this is happening. Mm-hmm. You know, try to find the positives about it. And because your kids are going to uh, respond of what, how you are acting to things. Absolutely. They're like, you know, the little puppets. So if you if they see you calm, if they see you fine, if they see that everything is going okay, then they're going to adjust to that, you know. If they see you stressed out and, oh, my God, this is crazy, then they're going to react to that also. Mm-hmm. So my biggest advice is probably just, you know, you know, be resilient and adapt and, you know, have fun with it. That makes sense. Have fun with it. I like that. It's good advice. I think sometimes parents overthink it. And I, I like that. Just have fun with it. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, that's my motto. Have fun in life. I love it. Have fun and have some tequila, right? I'm not mad at that. Yes. <laughs> um, how do you find good Mexican food in Texas? Because last time I was in Dallas, everything's like Tex-Mex. It was so hard to find authentic Mexican food. That was tough. I have an amazing housekeeper from Mexico. Oh, lucky. <laughs> that cooks, oh my gosh, like picadillo, oh. you know, everything. Like all my favorite things like oh my gosh, you know, I want pozole or tamales mm-hmm. or, you know, anything like that. And she's the best yum, cook. So yum. I'm very spoiled on that one. Lucky. Cause we're spoiled here in California. Cause we have so many good Mexican. Restaurants. Yes, yeah. you do. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of places in, in Dallas that I go, but really the best cook is definitely my, my, my housekeeper. That's amazing. Call her my nanny. I love that. Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you, what is the like high point of doing housewives and what's a low point for you? Like what was like a really amazing thing of doing, being involved with this and what's kind of a low point? I mean, the amazing point is the experiences and I mean, all the friendships I've met mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it's been, it's been an amazing experience and amazing, great friendships. You know, the low point is, uh, I will definitely say that uh, how the people perceive it and the other people that have been wanting to be on the show, the jealousy that comes with it from, you know, mm-hmm. other friends, um, people try to like sabotage you, you know, oh. and make things up. I mean, so the, it, I think it's happened to every housewife mm-hmm. uh, when I talk to them and that's, you know, the negatives about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and also sometimes, you know, you're a certain way, and of course, the way you you are portrayed on TV may come out different. Mm-hmm. And then you get, you know, obviously a lot of people that don't really know who you are judging you right. for not really all of you. Absolutely. And does that translate to like online bullying? Have you gotten like nasty messages on Twitter or Instagram or no? You know, so far I ha- I I've been very very lucky. I mean, I mm-hmm. yes, I mean, of course, I've had some people 
Oh, Carrie's horrible. Oh, she, we can understand anything she says with her accent or, you know, we hate her voice. It's so raspy. I mean, like, and today I'm like raspier than other times. I mean, sometimes it's, it's different, but, um, I love you know, but, but I don't know. <laughs> I love a raspy voice. It's iconic. It's like Elizabeth yeah. Taylor, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I mean, iconic people had raspy voices. So I don't know what they're talking about. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> yeah. So I just honestly try not to, you know, let people get to me. I mean, I focus on the positives and just the negatives. I just ignore them. I'm like, really? Let, let's look at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Show me you put, put you know, let the, everybody's so good of behind a phone, mm-hmm. make a lot of comments, but you know, yeah, yeah they I have mean, no idea how hard it is to they do not put your know. life and yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And it's always someone with like three followers and no picture. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you are not even putting yourself out there. So it's very frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Positive is your skin is radiant. What's your root? People can't see your skin, but it's radiant right now. What do you do for your skin? Oh. Oh my God, you're so sweet. I mean, uh, I drink a lot of green tea, which mm-hmm. is supposed to be amazing for your skin. I mean, I live on green tea. I live tons of it. Love. And then, um, you know, I uh, I use my avocado cream mm-hmm. on my under my eyes all the time, which is uh, from Kiehl's. Okay. And eye cream that I use just from Kiehl's. Okay. And just, uh, you know, I am nothing like super... You know, a lot of people always ask me, but yeah. I use the Andres, you know, skincare too. Nice, nice. And I like, I try to support, you know, my other housewives and however I can. So oh, I love that. And it, it's good genes too, right? I think good genes help with the good skin as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I hope they still they stay there for a little while longer. They will, they will. You're, I love your skin. It's amazing. Um, I wanted to ask you, um, just to wrap up, it's a fun question, but if you're going to go on a deserted island, which housewife are you taking from your franchise and one from another franchise? So two ladies. It's mm. a, a tough question. <laughs> that's a tough question in a deserted island because, you know, I'm thinking, okay, who's going to be the best, like, person to build a... A hot and uh-huh. and hunt. I mean, I love watching Naked and Afraid. <laughs> Believe me, so I love that show. Or Survivor, you oh, know, yeah. I love those shows. Yeah. But I mean, you you want a, a teammate that is going to put on the work yep. and is going to be able to do all these things, you mm-hmm. know. So I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe from my cast, I may. Uh, oh God, that is that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I don't know who would be able to build a hut. Maybe Deandra's mom. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Mama D for sure. But, um, I, I would say I would pick Deandra, yeah. but then Deandra would probably be complaining the whole time and I would kill her. <laughs> and then <laughs> Cameron would be like, you know, not sure she could, although I don't know, maybe it's Stephanie. Stephanie's pretty down to earth and, okay. uh, you know, and she could probably be, she's always so positive. So I'll probably be Stephanie because she was girl, she's always telling me, girl, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. She's so positive all the yeah, time. Yeah. So I think if I'm freaking out about something, she'll be like, girl, no, don't worry about it. They're going to find us in a little bit. <laughs> They're about to find us. That's amazing. It's good to have someone positive in that situation for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. That's amazing. I love that. Well, thank you again for talking to us. Um, I love chatting with you. I think you're, it's going to be a great season and I can't wait to see all of the shenanigans. It's going to be super, super fun. Yeah, you guys are going to love it. I'm so excited.
I'm, I'm excited like, for this season for sure. Yay, I'm excited. And um, Carrie, just tell us where everyone can follow you on Instagram to keep in touch. So my Instagram account is Carrie Breed, K-A-R-Y-B-R-I-T-T on Instagram. And then my camo by Carrie, K-A-M-O by Carrie, K-A-R-Y, my jewelry line. Yeah. And that's my two Instagrams. Love it. And your jewelry is stunning. I'm so into it. Love it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting ready to do a bunch of trunk shows with Deandra. So that's going to be interesting. <laughs> Follow our stories. We're always a hot mess. Yes, you are. I love it. The trunk shows, the two of you, how fun. It's like it's, a, it's its own reality show. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We have like three or four coming up. So. Oh, my God. I love that. Well, thanks again, everyone. And thanks again, Carrie. Um, take care. And hopefully we'll be able to connect in Dallas. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Take On. The Take On is produced by Dory Berenstein and Alan Seals, edited by Kyle Moore, and is a proud member of the Broadway Podcast Network. You can find out more about me and The Take On at bpn.fm backslash The Take On. And of course, on my Instagram at Amir Yas official. Yes, honey, we're official. Make sure to subscribe and rate The Take On wherever you stream your podcast and keep tuning in for more amazing guests. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There is enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.